pay close attention to these clips. China Renaissance plunging overnight in Hong Kong after that company said that its chairman and CEO is missing. But since giving this speech that was critical of China's government, Jack Ma hasn't been seen in public. And now many are questioning, where is Jack Ma? He is being punished for speaking his mind. Ren disappeared last month. Now China says he's under investigation. He's accused of, quote unquote, serious violations of discipline and law. Notice a pattern? Billionaires in China keep disappearing. The latest addition to the list is Bao Fan, a renowned investment banker who went missing in February. However, a few days later, his company said he was cooperating in an investigation being carried out by certain authorities in the People's Republic of China. When someone like Bao Fan disappears, someone that high profile who suddenly vanishes without explanation, that inevitably sends a chilling feel through the rest of the market. How can you feel like you can do business in a place where an important leader of industry can suddenly disappear? We've seen a string of disappearances of high profile business figures going back literally years. It seems like we can't go too long without another high profile figure being disappeared. China has 969 billionaires. That makes it home to the highest number of billionaires by country. China, a communist country, dethroned the US, a capitalist country, from the list in 2016. Xi Jinping's nation remains poised to overtake the US as the world's largest economy. The main reason why China has so many billionaires is that um, in the era of opening and reform and the economic miracle that ensued over the past decades, China's market has brought great opportunities to smart entrepreneurs that really made best use of all the new uh, fields of technology and economic engagement opening up. But not just with China's domestic market, but also, of course, internationally. For most of the 20th century, China was one of the world's poorest countries. After World War II ended, a civil war broke out between the Chinese Communist Party and the Nationalist Party, or Kuomintang. The Communist Party's victory marked the rise of Mao Zedong, who declared the creation of the People's Republic of China on October 1, 1949. During the 1950s, Mao implemented a five-year plan dubbed the Great Leap Forward to improve the country's economy. The key features of this plan included forced agricultural collectivization and rural industrialization. The plan backfired, triggering one of the largest famines in human history, China's fate changed after Deng Xiaoping became the de facto leader of China in 1978. Of a fresh flow. So if you look at the policies under Deng Xiaoping, that was an era of kind of policy experimentation, particularly with this idea of the free market. Deng came into power after, you know, a long period of time in China when the economy was very much state-driven. Resources were centrally allocated. But under Deng Xiaoping, there was a movement towards letting the market play a greater role in resource allocation. And this allowed entrepreneurship to flourish. It allowed China to cultivate commercial opportunities with the rest of the world, which really brought a lot of development and wealth and prosperity to the country. He famously said, you know, let some people become rich first, and then those who become rich first would trickle down and uh, get the rest of the Chinese people becoming rich. When President Xi came to power in 2012, he was still friendly to the uh, entrepreneur class in China because he understood the private sector uh, was the engine of the Chinese economy. Xi slowly started showing his true feeling toward billionaire entrepreneurs. In 2015, Guo Guangchang, who was known as China's Warren Buffett, went missing. 
The company later said he was assisting authorities with an investigation. According to a source, he was spirited out of that hotel. In 2017, Xiao Hua, a Chinese-Canadian billionaire, was abducted by Chinese security agents from Hong Kong. In 2022, he was sentenced to 13 years in prison for fraud and corruption. In 2020, billionaire real estate tycoon Renji Chung disappeared after he called President Xi a clown in an essay over his handling of the pandemic. The same year, he was sentenced to 18 years in prison on corruption charges. Well, these are just a few well-known names on the list. One name that grabbed the world's attention was the disappearance of Jack Ma, founder of Alibaba, in 2020. Well, I think it's probably several pieces to rapid demise of Jack Ma. Clearly one part of it was the growing strength of Alibaba, his company, and particularly Ant Financial, his financial services company. I think it was felt that it was becoming too powerful in terms of uh, controlling the data of the Chinese people, information, and the lives of Chinese people. It was also clearly becoming a rival to uh, big state enterprises and specifically the state-owned banking system. Jack Ma did not help things by his sometimes brash, outspoken personality. He directly criticized the state-owned banking sector. He described them as having what he called a, quote, pawn shop mentality. And that really ruffled a lot of feathers. So I think it was really a combination of things, real concern about the growth of Alibaba, it becoming a rival to the state-owned banking system, and also the brash character of Jack Ma rubbed a lot of regulators and very powerful people in China the wrong way. Don't forget that the rise of Jack Ma actually has a lot to do with the Chinese Communist Party under the rule of government because before Alibaba went IPO, I believe it's 2014 at the New York Stock Exchange, the key money that he received was from China Investment Corporation, which is a China sovereign wealth fund. Actually, so from that perspective, the common sense is that you don't bite the hand that uh, feed you. Ma, who's known for his grandiose public presence, has kept a low profile ever since the episode unfolded. co-founder Jack Ma has returned to mainland China. He was recently spotted at the Yingu School in Hangzhou, the city where Alibaba is headquartered. Most of the last year in Japan. The dramatic downfall of Jack Ma tells you is that, you know, in China, no matter how rich you are, no matter how famous you are, if you run against the Communist Party, or even if you are perceived to be critical of the Communist Party, it can punish you because the country has no human rights, even for the very rich and famous. Jack Ma's episode was also the start of the so-called tech crackdown in China, where regulators targeted tech giants like Tencent, Baidu, JD.com, ByteDance, Didi, and others. China experts like Dexter Roberts, author of The Myth of Chinese Capitalism, believe the Chinese Communist Party viewed these tech giants as too powerful and influential. I have referred to the Xi Jinping era as party in command era, or the politics in command economic era. So Xi Jinping has made it very clear, um, and he's pursued this goal of strengthening the role of the party throughout China. So I think he used the phrase, East-West, North-South, the party rules it all. And all of this uh, really signals a new era where the party has far more control over uh, the economy uh, writ large, but also particularly over private business. So the question of, you know, should private investors be, I guess, fearful of Xi Jinping? I think everyone are now is holding their breath. 
It's really hard to overstate the degree to which market confidence was affected by the policy developments over the past couple of years. China sometimes disappears its billionaires to send a message to industry. Um, it might be a signal that something is coming, whether that's another industry rectification campaign or a tightening in a certain regulatory space. On March 10th, Xi Jinping started his historic third term as China's president. Since the president's term limits were lifted in 2018, Xi is basically president for life. His primary focus right now is to strengthen the slowing Chinese economy, the second largest in the world. Beijing's strict zero-COVID policy choked the country's financial health, slumping its economic growth to 3% in 2022 from 8.1% back in 2021. It was the second slowest year for growth since 1976. In 2020, the growth fell to 2.4%. Well, I think China's had a very rough three years during the pandemic. The economy has been doing very badly. I think there's an awareness at the top of the Chinese Communist Party. They need private investors. They need foreign investors to try to rebuild the tattered Chinese economy. But I do think that this is unlikely to be a long-term trend. This market-friendly attitude, I think, is happening because China needs to be market-friendly right now. I do think longer term, it's much more likely we will see a reimposition of stronger political control by the Chinese Communist Party, and that's bound to be bad for business, both foreign and entrepreneurs. Uh, this idea that private and foreign investors aren't exactly sure what's coming down the line. And that's really going to cast a shadow over China's economic prospects, not just in 2023, but perhaps the rest of the 2020s as well. Xi Jinping clearly intends to stay around for a very long time. He sees himself as the uncontested ruler of China. Anyone who challenges his power or the party's power is going to be in his crosshairs. And unfortunately, that's what a number of private entrepreneurs have experienced recently, as we've seen with the disappearance of Baofan and others. I think this trend is going to continue. The Chinese Communist Party overall is going to be more and more repressive over the Chinese society. And Xi Jinping is going to have more and more power within the Chinese Communist Party. The series of disappearances of high-profile billionaires in China is really a stark reminder that this is a fundamentally different political system and that rule of law, uh, despite the fact that the Chinese government regularly says um, it has established though in China, just really means something different there. 